Yo, this is the ancient Texan. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Peterson, the policeman at Parkland Elementary where the shooting happened. We'll come up with a title for this. Remember Parkland a year or so ago? I think 17 kids got shot. Remember there was a policeman assigned to that school who heard the gun fire and then didn't go in? In fact, he told other people not to go in, the first responders. Well, he's being charged with um, half a dozen felony counts. Um, and he's been charged under some kind of statute that says he's a caretaker and he didn't take care of his kids that he was in charge of. Oh, I suspect he was afraid. And they're playing the card that he's an old man, 60 years old, but I'm... 10 plus years older than that. And if anything, I think if you're an old dude and kids are dying, seems to me like we've lived a pretty good life and they haven't. If anything, that ought to make you braver. But if he's uh, prosecuted for not doing his job and going in and at least trying to face the gunman, you know, him face the gunman with his uh, pistol. Probably has a clip of six to eight bullets in his gun. Or he has a revolver that has six to eight bullets. Against a AR-15 that's got 30 or more in its clip. And clips can be changed out pretty fast. Um, they can fire semi-automatic uh, pretty damn fast between bullets and it's designed to kill people and he's got a pistol that worked good in the you know western gunfights but it's not too good against the AR-15 so you can see why um, he might be afraid and might think this is not a fair fight the guy's got an AR-15 and I've got a you know, Wyatt Earp handgun. Oh. So let, let's do a little what if things. What if they train teachers to, you know, half-ass train them to have a handgun? Oh. And they got scared and didn't didn't do all they should do or could do. Maybe they just ran, just like this cop did. Um, would you charge them with uh, felony counts for not taking care of the kids? This guy could get up to 90 years. So if you half-ass chain, and he's supposed to be trained, he's not supposed to be half-ass trained, but if you half-ass train the teachers, 
uh, and give them a handgun? Are you going to punish them when they don't uh, try to shoot the, the bad guy? Hmm. Kind of makes... If I was a teacher, I sure as hell wouldn't want that responsibility. So I think that's... It was, I thought it was a stupid idea before, but um, apparently NRA is the best thing they've got. So, what do you think? Do you think this guy should be punished for not engaging the policeman who we pay to protect us? runs away and lies about it do you think he should be convicted of a felony charge it's actually something like six felony charges and it's for the last group of kids uh, that were being shot where he had plenty of time to know what's going on he even told people there's a shooter inside to stay back 500 feet which is the old protocol back before we used to have mass shootings every week oh and should you know we charge the police department in general for not providing enough protection to the kids I mean if you're going to get one officer Maybe if they didn't properly arm him and didn't have him enough backup and enough police officers, maybe we should be charging the whole police department with a crime. I mean, we could, of course, get rid of semi-automatic weapons, but... That would do grave harm to those hunters out there that need one to hunt deer and need one to go to the firing range and fire it off and do grave harm to the militias that will form in the future that need AR-15s to resist the U.S. Army, you know. So can't do all that harm to those people. So a fallback position would be to just start suing the police departments for inadequately protecting um, our children. And as a bonus, we could put some guns in the drawers with the teachers and we could prosecute them too. Or we could all just move to Canada where it's safer. Oh yeah, it's not safer going south. Uh, which, we'll just throw this in as a side note. Um, there's more chance of being shot by a U.S. weapon in Mexico than by a U.S. made weapon in the United States. That's, I was listening to some statistic on that. Oh, that's because it's a simple system. They sell drugs, they get money from us. 
They spend part of that money to buy guns from U.S. manufacturers at trade shows where they have loopholes. They get it from a friend of a friend. Uh, and we have no control of the weapons and no licensing, so it's easier to buy guns from the states than it is to buy through legal channels in Mexico. But, of course, there's no Mexican manufacturer, so they're still getting it from um, a gun store that's supplied by the state. So basically, we supply the weapons um, and the cash for the drug lords in Mexico to fight their own government and kill the people there. That's a side benefit of our war on drugs policies. So we're spreading this joy of gun ownership, uh, not only to the states, but also to Mexico. And guess what? The states that are becoming the new drug capitals, Guatemala, um, I forgot the other one. Anyway, the the guns are spreading to South America from the states, coming in from Mexico. Money goes down there, drugs are going down there. So we're spreading the joy of gun ownership and mass shootings and uh, gun deaths. They, they have 30,000 in Mexico, and they're about half the size, so it's roughly double the rate of the U.S. So we're, we're spreading the joy. Now we're going to start prosecuting police for not stopping killings by AR-15s. That's pretty damn amazing. This is the ancient Texan just confused as hell the logic of U.S. gun policy and the logic of people that say this is the way it should be because that's what we've decided that this is our country and this is our gun policies and we're like it like this and we're not changing anything. This is the ancient Texan. Namaste.